hello, hello, and welcome oh, to yeah. day 10 of the Black Jackson Estate Presents the 12 Days of Christmas. I am user 1.5. I am joined today by users 1 and user 2. Listen, the gang's all here, and I'm excited about it. User user 2, how you feeling? Happy holidays to you. I'm feeling good. I was going back and listening to the episodes I missed. And wow, just love this podcast. I am such a big fan. And then ended up going back to an even older episode when a user 3.5 made their absolute first appearance on the pod with a little teeny tiny baby voice. And, you know, we're closing out another year with this podcast. We started this January. 2019 and here we are rolling into 2023 who would have thunk it what a ride yeah user one how you feeling you want the truth or you want to lie i want we the truth want, we want whatever you want to give well, you know, they say people shouldn't ask you how, how are you feeling or whatever because the expectations just come out everything's good that's a lie i am over the people that i supposedly allegedly work for as their representative as their legal representative mm. today has been a day dealing with said a particular client who is absolutely ridiculous at this mm. point and that and that and now i have drawn my line in the sand and idgaf here's the thing people have to re remember about people in the service industry and user 1.5 will appreciate this as well I work for you. You don't own me. Hey, hey. Big difference. Big That's difference. A word. You word. ain't saved my soul. You didn't birth my butt, nor wipe it when it needed wiping. So understand the relationship. And if you don't understand it, I will help you understand it. And that's going to be that. And ain't no Google review in the world scary enough to me. Say it. And I might say I did tell him that. And we keep it a buck over here at Young Legal PLLC. So anyway, that's that. Mm -hmm. I, I will say the worst position to be in is one where you piss off your terms. That's got to be the dumbest thing. Yeah, that's not. It's it, Yeah, that's worse than pissing off your hairstylist because we'll just fire you and say we ain't doing it to look find somebody else. But you piss off your legal counsel, then what you going to do? Because y'all not smart enough to get yourself out of nothing. Now, if the client were Michael Jackson, I feel like Michael's one of those clients you would be pissed off at too, a lot. I would humble myself. Why? The check <laughs> will be large enough. It may not clear now. And, oh, it's oh. going to clear. Let me tell you something, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> the day that check didn't clear. It depends. Is Randy is Randy writing the check? I don't care if Bubbles write the check. If it don't clear, the day it don't clear, Michael paid his legal fees now. Now that he did do. He I... took that money from that prince uh, in Bahrain to pay, what's his face he here in America? Tom yeah. 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 No, really? You, you know, he had, I haven't read that book yet, but Michael was in some real deep, 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 real in a really deep, bad place financially after he came out of that trial. And I believe some of the money that was, he said it was a gift. The print said it was a loan. That's so black. That's going to make the next blackest mm. moments. You talking about it's a gift. I told you it was a loan. And I'm sure when he, he hired... That's so black. <laughs> I'm sure when he hired Thomas Mesereau, 
he knew that he had worked for clients pro bono before and so he probably in the back of his head thought he's at least gonna give me a discount oh well he's an there idiot. ain't no way he no, thought with all them damn charges no no <laughs> not when you about to go to jail for the rest of your life if all this comes down on your head you'll never see the light of day right. you'll be like harvey weinstein just traveling from state to state to rack up more years oh no there's no way he thought this was free so from my understanding and mj fam if we're wrong we do issue a corrections and amplifications on this podcast as we will today per our favorite cue from studio perth i believe some of that money went to leverage some of those debts he owed for legal fees michael paid his attorneys i'll give him that and there we have it all righty well listen usually i'm the resident grinch looks like we have a new one today play the song or yeah. we can have scrooge grinch is screwed well he was greedy no i ain't yeah, no, i'm a grinch scrooge today was not, yeah okay that's fair i like she's the grinch a little, she's a little grinchy today but that's all right listen grinchy with to, reason we are yeah, going to lift reason. your spirits by talking about Michael Jackson. You are the sun. I appreciate you make that. Me... That's not a Christmas song. That's okay. Sing it anyway. You make me shine mm-hmm. more the stars the twinkle in the eyes. <laughs> Did you get a drink? And there you have it. Oh, I'm just a little baby one. I hopefully have something being delivered soon. Just a baby one right now. Okay, I've got Deesa yeah. running on my hot chocolate. Use your 1.5. Sipping on a Pepsi Zero. All right, that's I'm fine. I'm trying not to live all the way around. Now, hopefully, like she said, she got something being delivered, and I'm gonna slide. It's coming. It. I got a, I got affirmative on it. Oh, Amen. wonderful, wonderful. Look, okay, look now, well, let, let me say this before we get into it. I want to take a, a moment. User two, her captives released her, so she's now on the pod. So that's wonderful. Oh wow. Um, but you missed a lot, but you're catching up. I want to take a moment to shout out everybody who's been listening and keeping up with the 12 Days of Christmas. We do it every year, and I think it's getting better and better. I think we'll we'll be smarter next year. I hope so, because ain't, no be <laughs> ain't no reason to be a dumbass year after year after year. At some point, you just stupid. I want to take a second to give a shout out to, we've been listened to all over the world, y'all. Over 20 countries have tuned in. Her SoundCloud, just SoundCloud alone, have tuned in. And I want to give a big shout out to First the United States of America. Stand up. Y'all are leading the pack with listens of this podcast. And I will tell you about some cities I want to give a big shout out to, like Luda did. United States of America, the United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, Germany, Costa Rica, Denmark, the Czech Republic, Estonia, Singapore, Japan. You want me to keep going? I'm going to keep going. Spain, Sweden, France, Finland, Azerbaijan. Yeah, you got it. Is that it? Okay. South Africa, stand up. Belgium, stand up. India, stand up. The Netherlands, stand up. Trinidad and Tobago. Ireland, Argentina, Ukraine. Zelensky, Y'all take care over there. Luxembourg. Luxembourg, Germany? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no. definitely. No, that's a whole nother country. Wait, is that true? It borders Belgium. Ha ha. Here we go. Okay. Uh, and Kuwait. Man, thank you guys for listening. That's crazy. Thank you so much. We hope that we have made your holiday season, that we have made your end of year, regardless of what you celebrate or what you believe. We hope we've added some cheer and joy to it. I want to give a special shout out to all of the United States, Los Angeles, Fairburn, Douglasville, you know where this is at, Bowie. <laughs> um, shout out again to, to Q in Perth, um, some other places in America I don't know, Memphis, Houston, Stand Up, Dallas, all these folks, Washington, Atlanta, Chattanooga, uh, Salt Lake City. We we really appreciate you in America showing up and showing out for the Black Jackson State Podcast because we are homegrown here. Charlotte, North Carolina, come on. 
Oh, that's just my kinfolk. Or yours. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Hill, Morrisville. Okay, that's straight up street. Chicago, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Decatur, Benton Harbor. So shout out to the United States of America. Everybody <laughs> listening in. To, why did are, I say shout out? This is adorable. I would give the United States a shout out. Because you know what? I really appreciate y'all. Everybody over the world, we appreciate you. Barcelona, Baku. I don't know what Baku is. Helensky. Google that. Downey. That's in America. Ashland is also um, a place, some city in America. Thank you so much. There are many, many more. I just wanted to show how we are really coast to coast doing this thing in America. And tip to tip. I was just talking about this with one of my coworkers. One, I should say right before this podcast, one of my coworkers, Jess, sent me a picture of her nephew. He's listening to the Spooky Season episode right now. He's three or four-ish. I was like, okay. Is this okay. appropriate for a three or four? <laughs> I told her she, ch- that's the episode with oh, uh, user 3.5. That 3. scares 5. me. Okay, so it's cleanish. It's, so it's yeah, it's still not said, appropriate for a three-year-old, but <laughs> that okay. little, little three-year-old gonna be running around talking about he's gonna be saying some everything. I think we didn't cuss, but I'm not sure. I told her, hey, you gotta choose one. That's one, but everything else, profanity. <laughs> he but really needs to stay out of the first season. It's just laced. Oh, yeah, no. It, no we were hot. Safe. I mean, we were hot, hot over that damn documentary. And There's I, no reason to jump on that season for a three-year-old. I feel like I've told my coworkers just enough about the podcast where they should know this podcast is riddled with profanity. But um, one of my other coworkers who said I have too many hobbies, <laughs> shout out to Jessica, <laughs> saying that. I was like, hey, listen, my podcast definitely has listeners in at least 10 countries. And what's that total? We're like at 20, right? That one right there was 25. And that is just We're SoundCloud. 25. We understand people are listening on other platforms as well. So that's just our SoundCloud uh, catching the last seven days, not our total. The SoundCloud catching the last seven days of listeners to the pod. So thank you so much, you guys. Everywhere, teach us, help us. We say your name, the names of your country and cities wrong all the time. Help us. And leave a comment sometimes on whatever platform y'all are listening to us on. And at some point, I'll be able to log back into our Spotify and we can share those goals. What do you want to say about a user 1.5? I think, you know, I think it's cool. And, uh, and I'm excited that we have people around the world that listen to us and we really appreciate each and every one of you thank you so much amen amen thank you a big old thank you we can't say it enough now next before we get started in the episode our now what has become a a nightly uh, corrections and amplifications of things said on prior podcasts that were not true or incorrect q where's the guinness book q has pointed out that on the Guinness World Record books, I said that Vienna was in Australia and it's in Austria. And I said, I was just reading from the book. So maybe there's an error in the book. And or now I don't know where error. the book is. Oh, it could be a user error, error, but now I can't find the book. But OK, we, we said it wrong. I'm going to blame the Guinness book until someone proves me wrong. Um, <laughs> so, Q, thank, thanks. So he said he almost ran off the road. And that's not what I want because he he drives on the other side. Right. He doesn't even drive on. He doesn't. <laughs> He doesn't even drive on the correct side. He drives on the Oh, the my wrong. God. Not the wow. correct it's side. It's the correct <laughs> side for them. Okay? That's user one. That's I was be just another, being real American that's there. That's going to be another correction. I was just being real American. It's the right side. He's got the right stuff. Love you, Q. 
yeah, they do drive on the left, I think is their vibe. I did see Q say that, and that is hilarious. Good correction. <laughs> Needed that Anything on the else we got wrong? We I, wrong? I caught one on day <laughs> one of Christmas with uh, the great user 3.5. Uh, user one killed off one of the Beatles. You said there's only one remaining, which is Paul. You guys <laughs> forgot about Ringo Starr? How are you going to lose out Ringo Who is that? Drummer. Who? The drummer for is the still Beatles. Alive, really? If you put yes. him in a lineup, I would not know. Nobody that man. knows who. That I would is. not know that man in a lineup. Everybody knows who Ringo Starr is. He. We are clearly proving that wrong right now. We're proving He's what you dead. just said wrong. No, I George Harrison also died. Like while we were, you know, fairly cognizant, John Lennon was before our time. Mm. George Harrison know- died probably in the two thousands ish. All I know is Blue and them are gone and Otis is left. Now, who these other okay. people are, you're Alrighty. talking about. No, I was just watching the Temptations. Eddie, you know, BET gone. is playing the hell out of it right now. It was on TV earlier today. Um, <laughs> well, we're sorry that we killed off whichever Beatle wasn't dead, but we, we Ringo Star. decided that they are. I'm looking him up right now to see what he looked like. Okay. Popular Ringo Star. I don't know that man. Popular, now, he's not known for being the best drummer, but he is a very important piece of Okay. Mm. I'm just well, listening. Well, Ringo, I, Ringo, well, I'm sorry. Well, I, I don't apologize for killing you off, man. If you ever get whiff of this or anybody who just loves the Beatles, I didn't mean to kill the dude off. He's still here. He's Nobody corrected us. So. I did not know y'all. Exactly. I was like, this podcast needs me, but mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe y'all don't like the Beatles at all. Like most people hate the Beatles, but it's like, okay, but they do have a couple of bops, but y'all just do not fuck with them. And I thought that was amazing. Jaden apparently really loved them. Um, yeah, we just said it. we don't understand the hype. I'm really We're going to have to debrief on another part, on another episode of the Black Jackson Estate, we can debrief our 12 days because these are supposed to be 30 to 45 minute episodes. <laughs> and we ain't even got to the content yet. Yeah, let's let's make a move on this thing. Hit it. Thank you again to everyone who listens to us all around the world. We are really excited about today's topic. Today on day 10, we are going to be talking about the Lost Charity single, What More Can I Give? Users, how do we feel about this song? This song was released in 2001 following the September 11 attacks on the World Trade Centers here in New York City. How do you guys feel about What More Can I Give? I love that damn song. I think it's a deep, deep cut for a Michael Jackson fan. When I am at my wit's end, many times I just break out singing that song. Yeah, shout out to Michael for feeling like anytime there is a cultural shift, the world needed to coalesce over a song. I think he really took ownership of that moment. But yeah, no, it's sad, Bizlet. Yeah, no, it's a really good song that actually could be inserted into other moments in time. Just, I mean, like, I feel like it could be a Christmas jam, to be honest. And I think I, I think I agree, user too. Michael felt a real obligation to do something when he felt the world needed hope and help. And he really felt compelled to do something like this is not the first time. You think this is better than We Are the World? Maybe. Ooh. Yeah. I like this one better than uh, than We Are the World. And We Are the World is 100% a bop. But what more can I give? 
The lyrics alone are absolutely beautiful. And we're going to get into it because I'm really excited to talk about this song. So just to give everyone a little bit of background on what more can I give. And it was also recorded in Spanish. The Spanish title is Todo Para Ti. The song was... The song's inspiration came initially after Michael Jackson met with the president of South Africa, Nelson Mandela, in the late 1990s. The Mandela-inspired version of the song was supposed to be performed by Michael at a concert, and Michael said that it would be issued as a charity single for the refugees of the Kosovo War. But the war ended in 1999, and so these plans to do a charity single wasn't carried out. The song also had slightly different lyrics for the Nelson Mandela-inspired version. Once 9-11 happened, and Michael felt really deeply that there was, he wanted to do something to help the people uh, that were affected by the terrorist attacks. He reworked the song and his plan was to raise $50 million between downloads, sponsors, donations to help the survivors and the families of the victims of 9-11. As we all know, that never happened. We got a video, we got a Bentley with a bunch of celebrity signatures in it. And now we have an episode of the Black Jackson Estate where we're going to talk about this song because it was never officially released and we're going to talk about why later. Without cheating, can you guys tell me who is, which artists were featured on this song? Beyonce. Beyonce. Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. I remember Celine in the front. The the front part of the song talking yeah. about yeah she she led it off and she was like Michael Jackson wrote such a beautiful song <laughs> oh, I love me some Celine honey I love Celine Usher yeah. Usher yeah. he sure was was Bono no Bono was on he should have been the, what's going on he was on Boys to oh, Men right no, Boys that... to Men and Brian McKnight were were in it yes it's easy to get this confused with that video Jermaine Dupri did for what's going on was yes. it also for this same moment or was that for like hurricane relief or something i don't remember that is oh, a yeah they were they were really close oh maybe it was for haiti was it for haiti something i think it was haiti. something did happen no that was the haiti. we that was the we are the world 2010 was i think for haiti it is okay i think i'm not it's sure so easy to confuse all um who else was in this it was a lot of people hell is yeah, 1.5 so we have these amazing artists that Everybody should know, especially if you listen to this podcast, Mariah Carey, Reba McIntyre, Anastasia, Nick Carter, 3LW, Beyonce, NSYNC, and NSYNC provided the background vocals um, for the chorus, which is really cool. Celine Dion, Boys to Men members, Sean Stockman, and Mike, Michael McCary, who is no longer in the group, Brian McKnight, Luther Vandross, and Usher, and of course, Michael Jackson lent vocals to this track as well luther and reba i don't know if my brain registered that that is power yeah i mean luther i just remember saying sending your love i said okay luther but mm. luther, listen y'all remember y'all remember him singing he got to get a smooth voice too yeah I, I forgot luther was a great addition a yeah. great voice yeah mm -hmm. absolutely and remember guys a lot of these people were also in michael jackson's 30th anniversary special they also performed in that because they were in new york 
for the special. So the day before 9-11 for the special. So Michael really reached into his bag. And Michael Jackson is really one of the only people on this planet that can pull these, these caliber of artists together to do something. And I'm sure they didn't get paid a dime. I mean, for sure, you bring up a good point. They're all in New York the day before it happened. The song's lyrics, and I just want to take a minute to really give some some credence to the lyrics because I remember hearing this song for the first time. Do you guys remember the first time you heard this song? It was on that show, that award show, didn't it? It, it like, previewed on... <laughs> am I wrong? So it, it did preview, it previewed on an award show. It actually debuted officially on an award show in, I believe it was 2000, and it was after Michael passed away. Um, no, 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 no. That yeah, ain't what I'm talking before. about. Not so a live show. Oh, this you is mean, contemporaneous. It was, the, it was when he performed it on the benefit concert. Yes. Right. And they showed the video. Yeah. I, that's what it I remember. That eight, that was, it was that eight hour long concert. Is that what you're talking about? Or 10 hour no, long concert? Isn't this, this the one that MJ Fangirl came on and talked about because she went to the concert and then no, she, she ended up going she, to DC for the. She was at the 30th anniversary. Yeah, it but then she went Destiny to another was at one. this one. Oh, you're right. That was Destiny did it in DC. Yeah, it was like premiered and they showed the video because I remember watching it on TV. I don't know. Oh, I think Michael Beyonce? might have been there. I, I don't remember who all was there. I just know it was a, an award show. They showed the video. Yeah, Beyonce introduced it, I believe, in 2004, maybe, um, officially after Michael and Sony, uh, <laughs> after Michael and Sony had parted ways. But I remember, the first time I remember hearing this song was actually on the Benefit concert because Michael Jackson, uh, as we talked about in the Invincible timeline, and you guys can go back and listen to that episode, Michael Jackson was working with Sony but the concert, or working for Sony, excuse me, but the concert aired on CBS, I believe, or ABC. And so any of the songs that he performed from his catalog weren't, weren't allowed to be aired, but this one was. Do y'all remember us talking about that? Absolutely. Okay, using 1.5, you're right. It's with Beyonce. It's the Radio Music Awards from 2003. Yeah, yeah. I knew Beyonce had introduced it with Michael. Um, the, and that was the only time I think that was the official release of the song. But the lyrics are absolutely beautiful. And I want to kind of, go through some of them because I remember hearing it and being so enamored by who was singing that I don't know what they were saying. The lyrics are this, how many people will have to die before we take a stand? How many children will have to cry before we do all we can? If sending your love is all you can give to help one live, how many times can we turn our heads and pretend we cannot see? Healing the wounds of our broken earth. We are one global family. Just sending your prayers is something you'll feel helping one heal. So, and then they go into what have I got that I can give? So this is absolutely beautiful song. Very on brand for Michael. He's literally talking about how to embrace each other. What can we give to each other? And sometimes all we can give is love. Sometimes that's all we need, right? So this is a Gorgeous, beautiful, beautifully written song by Michael Jackson. I absolutely love it. Um, the Spanish version, I had attempted to translate it, but I don't have that energy today. But what do you guys think about the lyrics? Michael was in his emotional bag once again. Yeah, the lyrics are really good. The songs, are, it's a beautiful song. I think that he, it was, it, it's definitely a Michael Jackson. Like, it's definitely Michael Jackson. I don't know that you could create something like this again today with artists. I don't know that 
that level of collaboration is possible? Maybe so, but it just feels far off. This was not that long ago. It was in the early 2000s. So, I mean, it's about to be 20 years, so let me be clear. So it was a minute ago, but it feels like a very long time ago in the sense of, could you duplicate something like this today? And sadly, you know, the songs like this or ideas like this about giving and helping other people, they're really needed. And you just don't see this sort of thing coming from a lot of music artists. It's very self-centered and very driven by on your own personal pursuits versus, you know, how you can give to somebody else. So I think it's almost like a sad, it's like a, a gone time in music history where artists would be willing to get together and do this for someone else 2010 might be the the latest that we we saw something like that and what artists i mean can you guys think of a songwriter that would write these type of lyrics today no like i don't i don't hear anybody writing like user ones i don't hear anybody writing lyrics like this and and really just just giving of themselves in this way um and honestly we talked about this on another podcast 9 11 there was no time in this country's history that I that I can recall reading about learning about or even living through that the United States felt more united than right after September 11. Everybody was patriotic. Everybody was proud to be an American after September 11th and people were helping other people that they didn't even know because of of what had happened and and so this kind of goes down the line with that. You have to go back to like Pearl Harbor to get, because you're talking now, you're talking about these specific attacks on American land, but even Pearl Harbor, there was nothing, there was nothing like this that was, you know, a military base. Mm-hmm. So 9-11 was just a bunch of civilians, man. You know, that's a whole nother bigger story. The United States does not have clean hands when it comes to certain things. Uh, but I think when you see things like this, of course, it's just, it just takes your breath away. Michael's heart was in the right place. His mind, his heart was in the right place. And so were all these artists who decided to be a part. And it's kind of unfortunate that it goes down the way it does. Yes. And that is a great segue into us giving Sony about three minutes of our time. So, of course, as I said before, What More Can I Give was scheduled to be a release for charity. He was Michael was hoping to raise... million to help the survivors and the families of the victims. And according to different sources, there are different reasons that the song was not released officially, but the prevalent story seems to be that once Michael gotten in a little kerfuffle with uh, Sony and Tommy Mottola, uh, if y'all recall, he called that man mean, racist, and devilish. Um, and so Tommy just scrapped everything. He didn't promote Invincible, as we all know. He he ceased promotion on Invincible, and he did not allow this to be released as a single. What do you guys think about Tommy Mottola, Sony Music, not allowing a charity single mm. to be released because of whatever issues they had with the artist who wrote the song? I got strong thoughts. Can y'all hear me very clearly? I want to make sure my mic is all the way on. Mm-hmm. Tommy Matola, you's a bitch. And I think everybody and their mama know that because 
you got to be a sucker to block a 9-11 charity single. You was just an insecure dude, and you can tell because you let your fucking goofy-ass feelings get in the way of making more money. One of the episodes, y'all talked about butterflies. Why the fuck would you block butterflies from coming out? Because Michael Jackson said you was devilish. That shit was a hit in the hood. Me and a racist. (laughs) Which all turned out to be true, but like, Mm -hmm. yeah, block your own back. He said he didn't need it. He said all money and good money. He didn't want it. And that's a fucking lie because a charity single is automatically good money. You just you just a sucker, and I'm glad he's no longer a power player in the way that he once was. I know he still has whatever pull he has, but everybody know he a bitch, and shout out to Mariah Carey for stepping up and telling everybody about it. I'm going to say something controversial, but hopefully y'all follow my thought here. Michael is, in this period of time, a precursor. This is not a direct correlation, but I want you to use your imagination to Kanye West. We now wait stay for with you me. to explain. Now yeah, stay we wait. We wait. Now, Michael, the things he said, right? Let's take let's take back whether you believe they are true, because he said Tommy Matilda was all this shit on stage with Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton was like, no, nah, I didn't, I don't agree with none of that. And that's not true, right? Um, he called this man racist. He said all this other stuff. Al Sharpton was, and Al Sharpton will cape for you. Now Sharpton even was like, nah. So whether you believe it's true or not, you've opened a box that your own private thoughts can be what they are, but you're about to self-sabotage a lot of other things you have going for yourself in this moment because you won't shut up. Yeah, well, listen, you turn, it turns out what you said is exactly what happened. I had this conversation with somebody the other day. You can't piss off your boss and expect for them not to have some type of response to some it. sort of response it's, right it, you know they they obviously should remain in compliance and it shouldn't be unethical but god damn bro he did you go gotta shut up for the guy he yeah. went straight for him and it's like well if you're going to make these sorts of comments that are very incendiary and you're going to have people who disagree with you. You're going to have people who agree with you, but you're going to create a level of drama and chaos that it will backfire on your dumb ass and you will catch the tail end of it. What do you mm-hmm. think is going to happen that you call this man, the devil? And he's like, Oh, Michael new singles. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get the video. Uh, you need a $7 million budget. Michael I mean, what sort of man would he, I mean, now we're talking about powerful men. What would that even look like if he did that? Oh, you a bitch. Your empire about to get taken from you real quick. He could not have supported Michael at this point. Michael assured him of that when he called that man a racist and a devil and very mean and mean. very very mean well mm-hmm. he wasn't lying that's all i'm saying. that don't matter it's that's we can say that about a lot of people right now a lot of people in your world in your orbit you're you're in the political realm you could say some stuff about some politicians right now at the state and federal level and it would be absolutely true but would it be smart to say it what would you do to yourself if you say it Let's give you, put you in front of a WRAL camera and all this other stuff and repeat some of these things about people who lost and won, who are in politics. Matter of fact, repeat it about people who are big in politics right now and are winners. You're not going to do that, even if you know the things you're saying are true. And if you say you are, you're lying. 
No, I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do it, right? That so wouldn't like, be very strategic. That's not very... Okay, now, uh, Michael. Michael? He didn't care, though, because he was the king of pop. Well, <laughs> if he didn't care, then he should have not cared then. But don't go around talking about everybody done sabotage you. Well, you are also self-sabotageur. Yeah, and you know what he really needs to do? He needs to be on an independent label. He really did. Just self. be free. Cause then, well, and then that's what, I think that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to get Tommy Mottola and Sony to let him go. And, and no, no. They were going to make him run that contract out. Yeah. He should have, he should have, he should have kept his tongue because guess what? The record label, the record industry has been racist, greedy, stealing from people since before Michael Jackson was Michael Jackson in 2001, since forever, especially for black artists. So you kept your mouth shut during Thriller. You kept your mouth shut during Bad. You kept your mouth shut for Dangerous. You kept your mouth shut all up until now. And now you want to open your mouth, that's fine, but the consequences shall flow. Yeah. And the real victims are the people who didn't get the benefit of this. Didn't this get the benefit of the single. 50 million that it would have raised to... more than that. It would have raised yeah. more than that. It yeah. would have raised more than that. So now let's ask this question. Was Michael Jackson selfish? And making these comments, knowing that there would be a professional blowback and that some of the things he had hoped to do would probably be imperiled because of his commentary. I want to hear what y'all think. Yeah. I I think that Michael, I think that Michael, I don't think Michael was thinking. I think Michael thought that this was going to give him the out of his contract. You know, I think he thought that Tommy Mottola was going to say, you know what, just go. And that's not what happened. I think because Michael grew up in La La Land, right? Like he didn't, he didn't grow up in in a in a state that us regular mere, mere mortals grow up in, where you're not La La Land. You know, there's only you know there's only one queen of La La Land. It ain't Michael. Well, Michael's the king. Okay, <laughs> so you know there most people understand at least by the time you're, you know, two or three years old, that your actions have consequences. You know, you can't kick your little brother in the face or you're going to have to go to timeout. You know what I mean? But because Michael Jackson grew up in this system, in this, you know, bubble almost, uh, he lived more, more of his life on planet Lala than he did on planet Earth Lala, with us. Lala, so, Lala. <laughs> so I don't think he realized that there were going to be, there could be immediate consequences to you calling your boss me. So he's a three-year-old. Yes! <laughs> like a lot of celebrities uh, are. I think he had good intentions. He wrote this song. This is a beautiful song. He wrote this song. He really wanted to help those people. He didn't know what else to do but write a song and record it because that's how, that's what he does. That was his contribution. But I don't think he realized that after he called that man the, the all the things, all the things. He said, he, what did he say? He's very, very mean. I, very, mean, very he, evil. I mean, had a, held up a sign with horns <laughs> on the head. Like, I don't think it even crossed his mind that there could be real consequences to this because he's Michael Jackson. What you gonna do to me? Use you know a lot, mean? a lot. Use it too. Uh, well, he you found think? out. I mean, you know, they say F around and find out. He F around out. and find out. He met that point on the chart. Use it too. What you think? He deep side. Yeah, I just think, uh, the man was not prepared for the blowback. And I think I think he earned the right to be upset with his employer. I think he should have aired those grievances before or after the album rollout. But he didn't. So you're and saying chess, not checkers. Michael's playing checkers. I think Michael, I think, okay. 
I think he thought he was playing chess <laughs> because to your point, I think he was trying to get released out of his contract. <laughs> but who the fuck is going to drop Michael Jackson? Like right. even mm-hmm. on his worst day, he still sold several million records. Yeah. So a lesson for us all, and for as much as Kanye loves Michael, why he didn't grab this lesson. It's now, also <laughs> let's be clear. <laughs> Tommy Matola, not anti-Semitism, <laughs> very different. Well, now, now you're getting into the 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 details, the the meat and potatoes, the specifics. I'm just talking, I'm I'm high level going yeah. this thing because we're talking the specific, surface seat. Right. The we're specific, talking how you went out specific, and called a press conference with Al Sharpton. Right. The yeah, specifics are very we're not the specifics are very, very different. And let me be clear. We all on this podcast would probably agree that, you know, even and I don't want to get into Kanye West because it's not a thing. There are people who believe who who believe the what he said, right? So and I, again, Crazy. so not getting into the specifics. Now we're talking about are you thinking about because everyone has, let's just be honest, we all have controversial views. Every single person. If you have any good sense, you will know when to air them publicly and when to air them privately. And if you can't figure that out, oh boy, tough days ahead. Yeah. That was Michael, right? He, yeah. he wasn't, and I'm not, and I'm not saying he was wrong. He was now calling that man, the devil, that probably wasn't needed under, I mean, un, under any circumstances, right? It's the mean for me. It's, it's, <laughs> that's what really does it for me. It's the mean. She had to test the invincible theory and it didn't work. <laughs> mm-hmm. You thought they were going to let you out of your contract. <laughs> the lot of tested tested <laughs> that's a lie that was but yeah lie. no it, what more can i give it really did not get it did not get to be used in the way it could have been used and that would have been to the benefit of so many people who were hurting and had been hurt by the attacks of 9-11 and that's just a point in michael's history that's just really unfortunate and sad when you look back on it because it is a beautiful song i love the spanish version which is absolutely beautiful to listen to and hear and the artist in that one wow like yeah heavy hitters and powerhouse artists yeah so yeah michael really i really think the world and those who could have most benefited really missed out tommy matola definitely is almost like again like i said like if the king allows one of the servants to cuss him out in front of everybody and he don't off with his head he's not gonna be king much longer and that's kind of what happened here like matola's the king of sony essentially and one of the workers because michael that's what you are one of the workers goes off this is like you, one of the Walmart workers going off in the microphone at Walmart about the whole company, the CEO, everybody. And then the CEO saying, oh, it's fine. You can keep your job. You wish you you're wish. out. You wish. Yeah. I want to end this, this discussion uh, with the Spanish language version. I want to play a little bit for you guys because it is absolutely beautiful. It's just as beautiful as the English version. But before we go into the Spanish version, User two, do you have anything else to say about what more can I give? Or user one, user one, we we now know that in your court, it would have been off with the head. I love the sequin eagle jacket that Michael wore. During oh, very American. Oh, very American. Had a flag on fire. it. It's that yeah. big patriot shit. That Beautiful. Oh, yeah, that was big time. 
America stand up. I love that jacket. Yeah. That was a nice, I don't know who got it right now, but I want it. Beautiful. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns.
Celine Dion, Mariah Carey, Shakira, and Gloria Stefan did a lot of heavy lifting on this song. Michael Jackson, Miguel Jose sang Un Piquinto <laughs> in Espanol. But he did it. I mean, he sang the smallest sliver of Spanish. Like everybody else, Listen, Julio Iglesias came in twice. Y'all not going to keep asking this man to sing in Espanol. He sounded a little bit, of, didn't he sound a little bit like Romeo Santos from Aventura? <laughs> didn't he? When he came through, I was like, okay. Like just that that that, that pretty boy, he had the pretty boy voice going on. It was quick. too short for me to really determine what Michael was saying. <laughs> he said, what, four words? It was a beautiful, listen, Gloria Estefan, it can sing anything she wants to, to me at any point. Um, Shakira, it was a lot of Really amazing. Who really Iglesias was on that one. Um, a, a lot of really amazing Spanish language artists and uh, just a beautiful, beautiful. Any parting words as we wrap up day ten, users? I can't right. believe we made this podcast last this long. What more can I give? Um, what yeah. more can I give? <laughs> what more can I give? Listen. You know what more? You, you know what more our listeners can give? They can give more to me by becoming a uh, a user. They can give to the Patreon. They can give to Black Jackson State via Cash App and PayPal. Please donate, support our podcast, get a shout out. Cash App, BLK Jack Estate, PayPal.me forward slash Black Jack Estate, or go to Patreon, type in the Black Jackson Estate. Listen. Listen, if all minds and hearts are clear, we are going to sign off for day 10 of the Black Jackson Estate Presents the 12 Days of Christmas. We'll be here tomorrow with day 11. Won't you join us? 